And we're going, we don't need roads. Of Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. I'm Sean Macy, and joining me today is my regular offsider, Jason McDonald. Hello, how are we? Hey, good, man. Like back in uh, back in box office studio. I land. know, studio one with two drunk guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've got some new kit uh, for anyone who's uh, going to be listening to our um, review of Murder on Orient Express. I stumble over that word. It's a tough one. Murder on the Orient Express. I need to sound it out. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we've got little uh, jib arms now. We've got some... Um, so we can relax, sit yeah. back. And not only do we have, like, two... Uh, a bucket for all of our uh, sort of random words, we now have buckets that hold our beers. It's a bucket of beer. It's that? literally a bucket of beer. That's the sound of glory. Right there. Hey, uh, so what did you get up to this week, mate? Oh man, I um, I uh, have a lot going on with my work at the moment. We're kind of going through a bit of a transition, so that's occupying most of my world. But... Transition? What sort of transition? Hang on. Can you talk about the transition? Well, I'll talk about it a little bit. Essentially, my um, company was taken over by another company. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it happens, right? Yeah. So just going through that uh, transition right now, and yeah, it's interesting. That is what it is. How was your week, man? Yeah, again, uh, super busy this week. The, probably the busiest uh, I've been. Because you're um, right in the middle of your job at the moment, right? Yeah. You're really starting to heat, heat up. Mate, we're, uh, we're pumping out some backstories. Shooties, shooting started this week. Cool. So uh, we've got producers running around uh, the state and country. And uh, yeah, it's just speaking to so many people about backstories. It's really interesting. And how how you finding it, like... You're killing it? Uh, well, you know, we'll find out. I've had some good feedback so far. Right. Okay. Yeah, on some of the stories we've set up. Um, but there's a long way to go. Yeah. A yeah. long way to go. So how long's the um, rest on laurels. How long is it? Is it a three-month shoot or a six-month gig? No, not at all. It's uh, two and a half months. Right. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you walk in and then you walk out and go to sleep. As yeah. in, at the end of the two and a half months, you don't sleep in between. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's brilliant. Like it's such a it's such a good crew to work with. So cool. I'm enjoying it. Oh, nice, man. Hey, it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's birthday today. Woo! <laughs> love that guy, and he's 43. Isn't he just brilliant? Yeah, love him. He's just such a brilliant guy. I just remember watching him and uh, uh, and Johnny Depp in what's it in Gilbert Grape? Yeah, probably the first film I saw him in. Yeah. Um, then Basketball Diaries, I think, was the second film I saw him in. What an amazing film, and he, he was amazing in that film. You know? Yeah, and decided that after those two films that I was on his bandwagon. Yeah. From, you know. And then I sort of went a bit more back catalogue. I don't know if it's back catalogue, actually. It just it seems like back catalogue because of the film. This Boy's Life with Robert De Niro, Ellen Barkin. Oh, yeah, that was his uh, first film. 
That was his first film, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did go back first that long. major film, yeah. Imagine that, your first film, Bobby De Niro. Yeah, and, and look, Ellen Barkin's nothing to sneeze at no. as well, you know. I get that Bobby De Niro is heavy the, film, the man. It is. But again, uh, DiCaprio handles that stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. And then we did. move on to Romeo and Juliet, skip the rest, and then that's it. He's in my... Yeah, you were in for life. Yeah. Yeah, even after Titanic, which I love Titanic. Yeah. But that... He was so big, he became such a big star that he was a little bit on the nose to the general public, if, you know, yeah. the tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, definitely. But he worked through that. He and did. And he rose to the top again and, and he makes the films that he wants to make. Now, you know, it's great. Anyway, happy birthday, Leo. Yep, well when done you, at getting the 43. Mm, when you're he, making he's never been married, has Street he? too. <laughs> he's never been married though, has he? No. That's, yeah, it's in, uh, interesting. <laughs> Seriously, why would you? Oh, I guess. He, he, he's always with models and yeah. Good all luck that business. You, he hasn't got time for models. He's an environmentalist. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, what about uh, content? What, what did you watch during the week? I watched uh, one of your favorite um, TV series, Chicago PD. Another new episode on that one. Can't you see what we wrote up on the whiteboard? <laughs> that, that was at Studio 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't got that rule in uh, Studio One yet. Give me a pen. <laughs> Just scribble it onto the paint. Um, no. So oh, yeah, and how was that, mate? Was that, was I that watched good? it. It was great. It was yeah. back to its um, dark form again. <laughs> yeah. If, if you had to watch any of this season, this, that's the one you want to go and see to get a good example as to what I like about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I did reflect on last week's episode. Oh yeah. And obviously because. You and Shane uh, didn't really care for the the TV program. It makes me want to sort of suggest that it's probably better than it is. So I started saying it's better than a lot of other police oh, yeah, yeah, right. dramas out there. But the truth is what? No, the truth is that it's in and around um, some of the top ones. Right. Right? But it is probably still slightly more formulaic. It's not as formulaic as um, NYPD series yeah it's not as definitely not as formulaic as any csi right or any sort of of those you know police naval shows ncis oh look sorry time's up (laughs) (laughs) so uh anyway um i watched i watched uh brokeback mountain (laughs) i thought about that today for some reason yeah Yeah. maybe it was after we watched the murder of the orient express and you invited me to uh you paid for me (laughs) To go and watch it at a, 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 a love seat. seat. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it was not a love seat. It's a couple's seat. Couple seat, love seat. Hey, look, um, Sam, <laughs> my daughter Sam wanted to watch uh, The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger was in that mood to see his brilliant performance in that yeah. film, and we couldn't find it anywhere. And believe it or not, I don't have it on Blu-ray. Like, hello, wow, I know. Yeah. Just one of those ones that kind of bypass. And, it's know, not on Netflix or anything like that? Nothing at the no. moment. Just got to rent it, which we're happy to rent, you know. Yeah, of course. No problem. Um, but I then took the opportunity to say, well, hang on, why don't we watch Brokeback Mountain? Because they, they haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, and um, and Heath Ledger's performance is nothing short of amazing in that as well. Right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we popped it on, and I hadn't actually seen it uh, since um, I, I watched it on Home Entertainment when it was released you know, in 2008 or whatever it was back then. So, yeah, I hadn't seen it for a long time. And, uh, yeah, look, uh, it's a brilliant film. Yeah. Um, I saw that in France. Oh, right. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, we knew it was out. We knew 
uh, that we wanted to see it. So we just hunted for a cinema that was showing it in English without the um, sort of either French dubbed, um, you know, or subtitles in it. So we found one. Have you, that's cool. Have you um, been <laughs> to Wyoming? Um, in America? Yeah. No. No. It seems like a place that you'd... you'd oh, right. No, sorry. The reason why I was pausing there is because, obviously, uh, where we live, there's a Wyoming, and I just wasn't sure if there was a joke coming or... No, no joke. You, I, I know you have a love for the outback and a love for horses. And, yeah, I do. And I know you've been around America extensively, yeah. so... It's funny. So, with all of that love, uh, I haven't been to a place like that, but I've always had an open uh, book on ter- in terms of a present. So, if anyone wants to buy me a present... And shout me to one of like the city slickers type uh, horse riding things where you you know take cattle around the state, <laughs> you know just hey buy it for me, send me over there. I'd love to go. That's probably like seven and a half thousand dollars. I think more, but yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. I'll just I'm just writing that down. Can you? Yeah. So when are you fifty? <laughs> well, it's not too far away, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, look, Sam really appreciated the film. Um, now we can talk about this with spoilers, of course. Now, yeah, definitely, yeah, because it's 2005 or whatever when it came out. Yeah. They're gay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The twist is they're gay, no. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Jake Gyllenhaal's character, as it goes, it passes time very quickly in the movie, yeah, right? Yeah, and he gets he dies, right? Which yeah. we know, but it happens really abruptly, yeah, and just out of nowhere, just next minute, he's dead. And Heath has to deal with that, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it took Sam uh, back a little bit. Like, she, she was really quite shocked and just all of a sudden... And there was no... Um, uh, like, the movie didn't hang on the fact that he was dead too much. or It just happened. And then next minute, you know, he was talking to his parents about the death and that's kind of about it. Yeah. So yeah, she was yeah. really taken back by that. And it was and to that point, it was almost... It is quite an art house film almost, you know. It's, oh, I, I mean, I've never considered anything otherwise. Like, yeah. Than, I mean, Ang Lee did a, a fantastic job, um, sort of. One because, best you know, director. Yeah, especially dealing with that subject matter at a time that oh, nobody else was dealing with it. Absolutely. Really. Uh, I have no doubt that there are some smaller films out there, but uh, this was something that was in the public face. Yeah, it became very accessible, and yeah, it was a big film. Definitely. No, that was really cool. I um, I took your advice last week. I don't well, that's, that's a rare thing. No, I, I take your advice sometimes, <laughs> as long as it, you know, it's as long as one time. Uh, Manhunter. Oh yeah, good. Okay, when? Yeah, I'm about seven apps in. Eight oh apps no in. way. Yeah. What? Yeah. When do you do that? I just don't sleep. Right. Like yeah, I, I mean, I have to sacrifice. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm up to uh, episode eight. Okay, cool. I just finished seven, so I got three more to go. Yeah, I think seven is when um, he goes back to see the shoe guy. Yes. Right. So, yeah, I've just finished that one. And, it's like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's definitely, like you said, I think, because you, you know what I like. You're like, it's right down your alley, serial killers, whatever. And yeah. Fincher, I believe, directed four episodes. Correct. I'm just not sure which four episodes. The first four. It is the first four. So that's interesting because yeah. there is a noticeable drop in interest. And the reason why, why I say that is because Fincher is brilliant at keeping suspense through dramatic scenes, like through um, through nothing, like just people talking. Oh, 100%. And he's a perfectionist. Like he would have yeah. made everyone do, you know, 50 takes. Yeah. 
you know. And you really, really get that. And it's not that what's happening now is not great, still really enjoying it, but it just seems slightly more like a TV show now. Right, yeah. Whereas before, you just felt you were watching something really special. Yeah, intrigue, yeah. Yeah. How do you find the uh, main main guy, Holden, the young I, I remember FBI. you said he was a bit off the, like the first episode. Did you but get then that or was that just it. me? Well, I had it in the back of my mind. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't necessarily see that. I, I, he's a slightly different type of a character. Yes. Yeah, there's no, no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, I was all, all for it. I think it takes a slightly different type of character to start taking on that subject matter. Yeah. That's uh, that first interview they do with uh, one of the first serial killer. Yeah, Kemper. Really big guy or something. With thick glasses. Yeah, Kemp, Kemper. Kemper. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that was so intense. And I thought the, the guy who plays Kemper, is it Kemper? Yeah. The guy who plays him was brilliant. It wasn't he? Well, they're all brilliant. But yeah. he, in particular, he was just the way he carried himself and... You were. <laughs> that, that's what. See, now this is the difference. This is what makes a, a great show compared to something like Chicago PD, which is probably not as good as Manhunter. <laughs> right? Uh, I where, can't even believe you're putting that in the same sentence. Where, well, you haven't seen it, so I can judge, you can't judge. So <laughs> I can put it in the same sentence. Thank you very much. You see my daggers in my I'm eyes? Watch one episode just so I can have this argument. Yeah, no, you need to watch three. That's a rule, remember? This is a ploy for me to watch it. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but all of the main characters, the regular characters in Chicago are very good, but then you get all the bit parts coming in and they're the regular run-of-the-mill, yeah. pay them five bucks, they're happy to be on Blow screen. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's what lets the show down. Manhunter, like you said, all of the bad guys are fantastic. Brilliant, yeah. Really good actors. And that reminds me of uh, Luther. Oh, yeah. We speak about that a lot, and I still can't remember if you've seen it. I don't think you have. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen um, an uh, episode, maybe two, yeah. yeah. And, well, that's almost the first season. <laughs> it's like four episodes long or something. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, Luther, the, the brilliance of that is that every other character that's in that, it's a bad guy especially, it's fantastic. Right. Very well acted, and, um, and it makes a great... So, maybe Manhunter got something from that, because okay. BBC's been around you yeah. know, making Luther for a while. Anyway, I, I just love it. I can't wait to finish it. Although I, I like to kind of take my time as well so I can enjoy it. But um, yeah, we'll see how it ends. See how the last couple of episodes are. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Walking Dead. Saw the next episode of that. Still don't really understand where I'm where I'm at. So yeah, you didn't. You, you're none the wiser. What, what's that? Uh, episode three of season eight? Three. Yeah. 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 Uh, still very good though. I know that Shane was saying that it hasn't got as much uh, ratings and things like that, but I don't know. I can't see that it's got anything to do with the story itself. Yeah. Because um, it's still very good. It's been around for years already, so it's going to have a natural drop-off there, right? But um, uh, but as, as we said, like it's still low ratings for Walking Dead. It's still probably in the top five TV <laughs> yeah, shows it's ever. Still, yeah, you know? number two show this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, apart from that, for myself, this week has been yeah, just dedicated to work. Yeah, work. Yeah, I did watch. Uh, obviously, we watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which is in our review. Uh, but I also watched Hot Shots. What? <laughs> yeah. How did that come up? Again? I know, right? Uh, I was hanging out with uh, Richard, my friend in Sydney, on Wednesday night or whatever. We had a few beers, and then we went back to his place. No, no love seats for it. You're taking me to love seats. <laughs> You're going back to guys' places. Um, 
And we watched Hot Shots, which was one of his favourite movies when he was Chase. growing up. Yeah. Chase, I support you. <laughs> I'm not going to do a Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I, <laughs> Now's the time saying. I should come out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and we he loved the film. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's easy watch, right? Uh, the spoof movie. And uh, yeah, and... Anyway, it was fun. Look, it's aged, of course, but it was still fun. You know, parodied things like Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, Rambo. And, and oh, well, Rambo's part two. Oh, is that part two, right? Yeah, right. Hot Shots too. And, but it also parodies uh, Dancers with Wolves as well. <laughs> and anyway, so then the next day, obviously, uh, all this uh, Charlie Sheen stuff comes out. Yeah. The very next day. Sure. But what do we have? I mean, are we going to go into that now? Or? Well, no, let's 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 park we'll it. We'll, we'll for e save it for E News. Yeah, the yeah. entertainment. But it, yeah, I I thought maybe the Charlie Sheen came, thing came out. Then you watched Hot Shots just to. Oh God, no! If if I, it's funny you say that, because if it had come out come out that day, I wouldn't have watched the film. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, it's still accusations, right? Well, but, that, yeah, and you know they may not be true. But if they are true, if they come out that, you know, he, well, we're, we're now talking about it, right? <laughs> we need, maybe we should roll into the official segment. You want to do that and just kick in. Well, uh, have you got anything else that you've seen this week or? No. Well, uh, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll go on. Cool. We're going to move on to our uh, E. Actually, we don't have a name for this segment. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you did it last week. <laughs> I can't remember. It's, uh, it's something like. News, it happens, or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was funnier last week. Um, <laughs> so we're going to move into our uh, next segment. News, it happens. Right, so we're now we can now officially uh, talk about what we're talking about. <laughs> so what we are talking about is Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, so it's come out with all this, you know, shit that's coming to the surface of the last week and a half that we have talked about on this program a lot. Yeah. That um, a friend of Corey Hames, who has now passed away. Uh, just be careful. I've checked with our lawyers. Yeah. Unless we have solid. Evidence of at least, uh, you know, you can't have hearsay. So anyone that actually that it's happened to comes out and says that, we can talk about it. If it's a hearsay thing, then we're just, you know, furthering the sort of fear-mongering. Sure. Are you going to go ahead with it? Yeah. Oh, you rebel. <laughs> so a friend of Corey Hames has come out and said that uh, Corey told him way back when that during the, uh, the filming of Lucas... Um, that Charlie Sheen made advances uh, to Corey Haim. And uh, he, uh, Corey Haim was uh, 13 at the how, time. And how old was uh, Charlie? Uh, 19. Okay. Wow. I didn't know, you know, Charlie was that way inclined, I guess. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, well, we don't know yet, really, do we? No. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it, it kind of then it interested me because uh, Corey Haim for... People who don't know was my idol, idol mm. at the age of 15, when I was 14, 15. You were the two Corys, right? You're like, you enjoyed the two Corys, but mainly yeah. Corey Haim. But I was Corey Haim. Yeah. Yeah. 
and my best mate at the time was Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and we just loved them, you know. But Corey Hamer is my man, you know. That's who I who I loved and adored yeah. and looked up to and blah blah blah. And yeah, so uh, he um, he passed away in it was two thousand eight. It was 2010, sorry. And I had a look at, um, remember when Charlie Sheen went off the rails? Yeah, like, definitely. It's burned <laughs> into my... World news, right? Tiger blood and all that business. Yeah, winning. <laughs> winning. Right. That, that was huge for a while, wasn't it? Winning. Yeah, hashtag. Winning. winning. So it happened to be, when he went off the rails, that happened to be 2010, which was the year that Corey Hone died. Yeah. What okay. does that mean? Nothing. But are you it's drawing those? Are you drawing that conclusion, or was that mentioned in the article? Oh no, no, I drew that. conclusion. Oh right, okay, cool. cool. I did a little bit of investigating myself. Yeah. Oh man, you know uh, it's all coming to a head, isn't it? I mean, Kevin Spacey's been replaced on that film with um, Ridley Scott. All the Scott. money in the world. Yeah. Is it Christopher Plummer? That's yeah, Christopher coming Plummer's in? coming yeah. in to replace his. Um, his role, which is amazing. I like, thought they'd already been filming that. Oh, the film, it's literally done. Oh, that's a Yeah, so they're going to have to reshoot every scene that he was in. Kevin Spacey was on set for about 10 days. So it's about 10 days worth of shoot. Okay. And then, but then they have to bring back in whoever else was in. Mm. Costs a lot of money. Him. And there's some big actors in that film. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Wow. Um, yeah. How do you? Because oh, okay, let's talk about say Robert Downey Jr. He's he did some bad things in the past. Um, you know, it was mostly around drugs and violence stuff like that. Yeah. So he goes to jail. He comes back, and you know Hollywood lets him back in. Mel Gibson um, goes off the rails. Has a has a rant, a racial rant. Yep. So, uh, and obviously it was it wasn't great at all, but now he's sneaking back into Hollywood. So yeah, Hollywood, they seem Hollywood, to. Yeah. They seem to have welcomed him back in. Yeah, so uh, you would almost think that um, one, maybe Hollywood's like all about redemption. I love the redemption stories, and and we can do that with um, violence, we can do that with drugs, and we can do that with uh, racial slurs. But I don't think there's any coming back from this with oh. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, no, or, or Charlie Sheen, if that was the case. Or yeah. Charlie Sheen, yeah. or, or anyone else yeah, in that no, matter. Um, yeah. Louis C.K. has been out there now. Yeah, so yeah, and that, that's uh, more of a uh, predatory power sexual harassment, yeah. like Weinstein and Ratner. Yeah. But yeah, the pedophile stuff, you know, you should be locked up and put to bed, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, we're still, you're still going to wait for the, uh, I guess, official inf- oh, uh, information to come out, right? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, what yeah. I find funny, though, is that all these things are happening with Kevin Spacey, like Netflix have um, stopped filming uh, House of Cards. They're looking for a replacement. Ridley Scott has uh, put Christopher Plummer in for all the money in the world to reshoot. That, to me, suggests that he has... They're, they're doing these actions as if he's done something, like it's actually proven. Otherwise, why would you do all this stuff? If it's, you know what I'm saying? No, no I mean, we, I think we spoke about this the, the, probably the first week. Where I was saying, and I still haven't fact-checked, the, you know, about Bill Cosby uh, and that whether they're part of the Academy. But it just seems that, yeah, something has obviously struck a nerve now. And obviously Weinstein was huge uh, in terms of, sorry, he basically has his finger in every pie in Hollywood. So therefore, I don't, yeah, that's just 
bad way to phrase that. <laughs> um, but basically, he um, <laughs> he he is involved in lots of uh, things there. So when when it comes up to him having all this sort of deviancy and using his power and all that sort of stuff, uh, it affects everybody. So therefore, you know, from there it trickles down, doesn't it? The difference is that Weinstein's come out and said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need help. Yeah. I'm sick." But that's what I'm saying. He's the, he's the top of the pile. Whereas if it happened um, at a lower level with somebody, then it'd be news over and done with. Out it goes. Yeah. But because it starts at the top, which is definitely Weinstein at the top, then it's great. I mean, that's probably the best thing for, to happen because now it's trickling down. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And more people are being taken with it. Yes, so, uh, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, it actually was, it's kind of great that it started with Weinstein, yeah. Yes. Because that's probably why that's it's the only positive in. thing that can yeah, it's possibly... Yeah, the floodgates have opened. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long way for me to say that. I just couldn't find the right words. Well, anyway, so that's all there. There's nothing more on that, but, gee, there's just every every day or every second day, there's something on that, isn't there? Do you know what the... <laughs> about that is none of it's funny. So no. we, um, you know... To go through this segment, which I, I, you know, we're not comedians. You like to try and you know remain slightly um, hilarious throughout the episode as much as possible. <laughs> and I get to this moment, I feel really sad now. Don't know how to dig yourself out of a hole to go back to you know loving. Well, Although beer helps. <laughs> well, what we can do is uh, we can go straight to uh, trailers. Did you watch any trailers this week? Uh, you know what? I think I watched one. And then I watched about 10 halves of different trailers. Right. Well, we posted two. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for that. (laughs) We posted the post. I didn't watch that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Spielberg, Streep, Hanks. Yeah. uh, No, I did. I saw that today, actually. Right. Yeah. I saw the one you posted. (laughs) And the the other one was uh, Game Night. Yeah, I I didn't watch that one. Right. I love Jason Bateman. I love That's him. Right. I'm a massive fan. Mm. I know mm. he's the same in every single movie, right? Yeah, you read my mind, yeah. Yeah, he is. But I love that. Good. I yeah, don't yeah. want him to change. Look, people can say that about Jim Carrey. You can say about Will Ferrell. I love those guys. Well, yeah, Will Ferrell. I just don't love that, yeah. Jason Bateman Oh, as really? Much. Yeah. I love him. Love him. I don't dislike him. Mm. I think he's funny and he's good. But I, I think where he peaked for me, like just for my personal thing, I think he's obviously gone on to big things. But where he peaked uh, for me was Couples Retreat. Oh, right. Yeah. That's where he's best suited, I believe, in films. Oh, and not as like the main. Not as the lead, no. Oh, I completely disagree. No, he's good. Done, he, yeah, since yeah. Couples Retreat, he's probably done seven films and six of them are, are great you know, with him. Well, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah, right? well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you or disagreeing with me. Are we disagreeing? <laughs> I agree with your disagreeing. <laughs> of not disagreeing. <laughs> I agree <laughs> with our disagreeing. Anyway, I'm not going to be running out to watch him in any other films. I tried Ozark. Yes. And I quite enjoyed the three or four episodes I watched, but I just stopped watching for no other reason than to stop watching and I just don't really care about going back to it. Okay. It's got a really good uh, last couple of episodes, but yeah. Let's we'll see what we're doing. That's fair enough. You watch some Chicago PD and I might head over to some Ozark. <laughs> I'll trade you for a uh, Ozark for a, a Chicago PD. <laughs> an episode P- for an PD. episode. <laughs> um, so, well, Game Night looks great. I love Rachel McAdams as well. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, look, it, it is what it is. 
it's just pure escapism. And I, sometimes I'm in the mood to watch that kind of film. And it's just an easy watch. And, you know, I, I like that. And I'll watch it, of course. I still watch everything he's in. I just don't necessarily laugh as much as probably you do. Did you like, you didn't like Horrible Bosses? Yeah. Horrible Bosses was um, ruined for me because they have some guy in it that they keep putting into it that they think's funny. Oh, Charlie Day. Oh. Like, oh, so how grating. is he even in Hollywood? <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlie Day, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, probably a really nice guy. Um, oh, he's lovely, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> compared to, like, I have to pay money to see things and maybe you're a great stand-up uh, and I'd love to see that. But, uh, yeah, look, it's just he probably doesn't like me now. That's fair enough. Oh, well, he doesn't like you. Probably, yeah. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't. All oh, right. <laughs> no, I agree, man. He's very grating. But, you know, people love him. And, you know, he was in that, um, what was that fight movie? Fight. Yeah, Ice again. Cube. You like Ice Cube? Oh, I loved Ice Cube. Oh, loved. Did you say loved? I loved Ice Cube. What happened? Oh, because of this? Because, because of Charlie Day, because of this movie? I thought Ice Cube and Fist Fight was really, really good. Right. I thought Charlie Day in Fist Fight was hell on earth. (laughs) (laughs) He just... (laughs) Every line he says is a a whinge. An absolute whinge. Even if he's like, it's the opening scene to a film and he's trying to order a coffee. (laughs) Coffee... He was also in, he had a small part in Vacation, remember? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like the um, the raft yeah. instructor or something. Leave him as, as those types of bit characters. And the thing is, uh, the only thing I'll apologise to, to Charlie Day about is my impression of him because it definitely wasn't up to scratch. I should have practised that before I came into the show. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded more like my kids than it did. Charlie Day, but he definitely has that sort of wah about him. <laughs> wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did watch Christian Bale um, in uh, that film. You, you have to tell me what it's called. Oh, uh, a trailer, you mean? Yeah. No. Yes? Yeah. And it's from the director of those great films. Oh, gosh, it's at the tip of my tongue. It is... It's like a Western... But not he's like a, a few on, he's cowboy a f- western? Yeah, he's got a few on the burn right now. Um, you're talking about maybe The the Promise? No, no, The Promise is um, it's on DVD. Hostile. Hostile. Have a look at the director of that. He's made every great film that you love in the last three years. Really? Yeah. Oh, Scott Cooper. Yeah. So you na- uh, name, name the films that Scott Cooper has done. Because when they said from the, d- the director of, and I was like, What? This is going to be brilliant. Uh, Black Mass. Yep. Out of the Furnace, Crazy Heart, yeah. There we are. Um, I really liked Out of the Furnace and Black Mass, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good pedigree uh, for the films he's got so far. And uh, it looks, it's funny, like it says a Western, but it's kind of like uh, he's a Southern soldier. or Actually, Northern soldier because he's in blue. So it could be a war Western maybe. Kind of, uh, it, it seems that basically he has to transport uh, a Native American from uh, one place to another, A to B, right. and then along the way, 
trouble ensues, of course. Uh, and it looks very serious. Like, there, there's no um, over-the-top action about it. The most amount of action they had was about ten horses sort of running around. They're all trying to shoot each other in a okay. circle, just whatever. Otherwise, it's Christian Bale being his uh, brooding best. So I like si- I like films in tight spaces with lots of dialogue. I also like silent films. Like Buried? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. I didn't mind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and Phone Booth. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, but I also like silent films with uh, strong, well-acted well acted characters. Like The Artist? Um, I haven't seen The Artist. <laughs> I didn't watch The Artist. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't want to watch it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Seems gimmicky it's, it's, to me. Yeah, it's been and gone, really. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. They made all this noise at the academies, yet nobody I speak to has ever brought it up to me any, like since that year. Yeah. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it won Best Picture, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it had a dog in it or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Make better films, people. Come on. So it's been a bit lighter on the content this week then, really. <laughs> yeah, you can see that we've been busy uh, yeah. with personal lives <laughs> throughout that. Um, but look, uh, this week looks pretty good. Um, I'm going to delve into Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, right. So you haven't done one episode yet? Uh, I did one episode. In okay. fact, my five-year-old watched it with me. Oh. Yeah, just because he was ill one night and he woke up and I was watching it just about to start and he came in at the red <laughs> st- storm. Yeah. That's um, about all, we, all he'll be able to handle, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, he, won't, he won't be watching it as a regular. I believe it gets it just, quite creepy. Oh, yeah. I, look, it, it just happens. He won't be watching it uh, again. It just he happened to be there. Uh, but <laughs> he really liked it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Here we go. I'm up to episode three, by the way. I tagged you in something today. Oh, yeah? In Facebook. Did you watch it? No, I haven't literally been on my phone all day. Oh, right. Well, what I tagged you in was uh, Dustin from Stranger Strange Things, Strange yeah, Things yeah. Uh, whatever his real name is. Mm-hmm. Do you know, have you seen him sing? Oh, yeah, right. I, I had a quick look, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I haven't. Wow. Is it great? Well, amazing. Like, what sort I, of voice? Uh, a singing voice. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to explain it. It's just right. he, he can sing. Like a soprano or a baritone. Oh, I, I don't even know how that works. Does it, a soprano, does he shoot people? And <laughs> I, Honestly, I don't, I don't know the difference. Um, well, yeah, soprano is high, baritone's low. Well, he, high then. Right. Yeah. Uh, operatic or hip hop? Uh, operatic. Oh, right. Uh, well, not, well, not operatic, uh, but pop. Like he can he can just sing, right? Like you would watch on The Voice or you know X Factor or something like that. Not hip hop. Cool. Yeah. So he, he it goes through different scenes uh, where he has sung throughout so far his career, and it could be at a baseball game or it could be uh, you know on a um, uh, what's that show like James Corden that sort of stuff. You know. Yeah. Like he does late, all that late stuff. Night. Yeah. Wow. Like blew me away. So I knew the first person I had to tag was was for you. So watch that. <laughs> and I still haven't watched it, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you, you're, we explained to everyone, your phone uh, died a few days ago. Yeah. And so now I'm still re- rebuilding my new phone, carrying all the apps over and, you know, because I haven't actually gone to the backup yet. I thought I'll just try and do it without a backup. Anyway, long story. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, thanks. I was really interested in that. Not. 
All right, well, that's about it for what we've done this week. <laughs> we'll finish on a 90s joke. <laughs> uh, we are going to move on now to your favourite segment, Box Office Predictions. Box Office Predictions. Yeah, love this. Woo-hoo. Now, I don't know if you know, did you listen to the episode throughout the week? Uh, the one we did one? last time, episode six. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. notice anything uh, missing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did actually. It was uh, box office predictions was missing, and I edited that episode. Yeah. I just removed it. Why? Well, because I was editing it. I had control, so why not? <laughs> it's a stupid segment, and I've just removed it. That's the best way to do it. And I'll remove this one as well. You'll be editing this one. I'll be so. editing this one. But I guess I don't understand why you removed that episode because you won. So it doesn't make sense as to why you would <laughs> remove it. <laughs> yes, folks, I actually got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, so I don't get it. I mean, uh, to, to recap very quickly on that, you had uh, Flatliners mm. and uh, you had a 3.3, right. 3, I believe, uh, for the odds box office. And um, sorry, you had 3.6 and it finished up at about 3.3. 3. Yeah. So... Well done to you. Finally on the board. Thank you. So it's 2-1. 2-1. 2-1. That's what I have. But what we didn't get a chance to get to, um, or anyone listen to anyway, is your Thor Ragnarok prediction. prediction. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I don't know. What, what did, did I say something last week? I can't remember. Uh, you, ed- you, you edited, you cut it out. Um, I don't remember anything now. I said, yeah, no, I did. I think I said uh, 280, 280 million for... Um, Australia? No, for, <laughs> for uh, a, a US. Stitch up. Yeah. I think it was about 280 for US, and I think I had about... Um, 28? Yeah, I think it was 28, 30 maybe. No, I think it was 30... So you think it's going to over-index in... I it, yeah, I, yes, um, because of the whole Australian-New Zealand contingent. Okay. So I think thirty-two. Um, yeah, I think I, th- I think I had thirty-two, thirty-three last week, but I think you settled will... on thirty-two or thirty-three. Well, I'd prefer to go higher because I know last week's results. Now I see. Now I know why you cut this Ooh. out because you won a point. Get a week ahead, and now you get a week ahead. Yeah, I, look, I, uh, I think it'll do over thirty-five million. There you go. Well, I'm going to put you down as 35 because there's no such thing as over or under in this game. No, no, so, I'll put me down for over 35 million. Okay, I'll put you down for 100 million. <laughs> Happy with that? No. Play the game the way it's, I, I make the rules. <laughs> 35 <laughs> mil. All right, Oz, US, done. Now you have to tell me about um, murder. How do you think murder oh, is going to be? I'm doing go? two in one episode. Yeah, well, again, your problem, my friend. Oh, this one's a tough one. Isn't it? It's really difficult. I've been thinking about it all week and yeah. I actually don't have an answer, believe well, it or not. Especially when your recommendation uh, in the review obviously uh, gave a section of um, society should go and see it at the cinema. Yes. Only, and then the rest, uh, you know, on... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's what will actually happen. That's just my recommendation. So, uh, as you know, the, the movie 
uh, the cinema that we watched it at, which was opening night, was pretty full, wasn't it? I I just thought your sway held a lot, sort of a you know. In Australia, so you would say <laughs> this, and then those people would go. But yeah. what you're saying is that what you, what your predictions, your reviews don't matter. Well, they matter to me. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> See, um, I don't understand that. I expect people to do exactly as I am saying. <laughs> is that is that not the way it works? Do you think one person has watched Chicago PD as a result of you banging on about it? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, Murder. I'm feeling it's kind of um, six, seven, eight million in Australia. And <sighs> six, seven, eight. Yeah. It sounds like one of my kids learning the count. And America, US would be, you know, maybe that 60, 70, 80 million. <laughs> I'm going to put you down for six Australia and 80 in the US. Oh, no, you can't put words in my mouth. I'm not. <laughs> I'm putting are. it on paper. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll land on... Uh, let's, okay, let's go... This let's, is a really exciting segment. So oh, yeah, no, right. <laughs> let's go 65 million US and 6.5 million here. 65 US... Yeah. And six point five, did you say? Yeah. Right. So no longer am I going. No longer am I trying to predict the box office. I'm actually running the numbers, so I can get the the probability will be closest to a, a yes or no, or a point or a zero, a, a no point. I'm trying to get a point here. Yeah, but that's what it's all about. Yeah. So anyway, I'll go with six point five. That's good. All right. Look, you're two one. You're, it's not like you're far away. One more week, and you are. Equal. If, yeah. If you did, if anyone didn't get the and math on that. And two in a row, you are running around in your undies at work. Exactly. Uh, for those in outside of Australia, undies is um, <laughs> a yeah. word for <laughs> pants. And if anyone's wondering what the Only hell pants. we're talking about, basically, if I uh, get to um, five first, see how the rules change. I just made that rule then. If I get to five first, this is why I hate this five segment. wins first. Then Jason has to go and do something uh, that I pick around Christmas. And that could be, like he said, running around in your undies at the office. I don't think I'd be as cruel as that. Um, I'd like to be more, I'd like to be funny. Um, I'm not into hazing like you are. <laughs> um, but I think it's something funny to do. Uh, and if Jason gets to five first, then yeah, he picks something that I have to do. Two, one. I'm up. So I, I have a hand in every segment that we do on this uh, podcast, yeah. except for this one. Yeah. Yeah. And do you want to go on to the uh, top five box office? Uh, yeah, of course. I'd love to. Cool. <laughs> you like how I exi- exited that? <laughs> okay, number five in Australia is My Little Pony, the movie. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So look, it only did, well, did $644,000, so, you know, pretty soft. Blade Runner 2049 is still in the top five, and it's now at 12.3 million. Yeah, My so Little Pony, just quickly. Up. It's one of those films that I don't feel I'll ever watch. Yeah, I, I won't either. But filmmakers have become a lot more savvy these days with um, making every film sort of towards an adult skew as well to bring in, you know, people to understand that they like these films. Yeah. So Angry Birds, the movie. 
I refused to watch it. I refused to let my kids watch it. But there was a trailer before one of the films we watched during the week. And the trailer was just hilarious. That's good. That's not bad. But it's not the best either, but it's not bad. But you now should I'm watch it. Confused and conflicted. Just watch it. The kid the boys will like it. Yeah, but I don't want them to like it. I don't I don't want to like I don't want to like it. <laughs> well therefore you won't like it. <laughs> you don't want to like no, it. No, but I I'm afraid I will. Um Do you know anyway. what you call a um an adult fan of My Little Pony? Oh. What? There's a lot of middle-aged men who are fanboys of My Little Pony. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, no, no, I didn't know no that. word of a lie. And they're called bronies. Bronies? Yeah, bronies, yeah. Yep. So, like, they're playing on the bro. I guess, And yeah. pony. Yep. A brony. Yeah, true story. Like, massive fan base of, like, I'm talking our age. I don't understand it. Well, nor I'm, I'm not against it, no, but no, I just no. don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I guess yeah. it's like an anime or something, or maybe you watch it when you're stoned or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's not like it's Pokemon and there's fighting and stuff like that. Like I, I've seen some of the new cartoon My Little Ponies. I also used to watch the old My Little Ponies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I can. <laughs> Hang on, so you're a brony? No, not at all. Don't you dare. Hang on. Don't you dare. I was I young. have never I seen an episode in my life. Yeah, but I have young kids right now that are watching this sort of stuff. I'm going to dig into your past, You're a my closet friend. brony, I know it. Oh, man, I'm going to dig into your past and bring out some things that you've been watching with your kids. Why do you always turn this up back on me like a revenge story? Because that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I've got photos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you threaten me. Uh, uh, so you said uh, Blade Runner still in there. What's after Yeah, that? 12.3, but it's actually slowing down, so it's probably going to pull up at about 13, 14 mil uh, okay. in Australia. Jigsaw number three. And that opened up at uh, 1.5 million. That's a bit soft, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit soft. But but at the same time, it's not too bad. I mean, it only costs 10 million to make, right? All oh, right, yeah. Bad Mums 2 uh, opened up, debuted at uh, 4.6 million in Australia. That, that seems like something it would yeah. do. Yeah. Look, that needs to probably do over 10 million to be equal to the to the first one. Yeah, uh, they'd be happy with that. And Thor Ragnarok is uh, is just killing it, uh, twenty two point six million in its second week, and a drop off of only twenty nine percent, which is crazy, unheard of on a big popcorn film like that that has such a big first week. Yeah. Normally, it's a fifty to sixty five percent drop off week is, on week. Yeah, so repeat watches and a new audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so wonderful there. Uh, so America. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, top five America. Top five. America. Yeah, top five. Uh, number five is Geostorm, Jared Butler. They love that stuff. They do, a eh? Disaster. So it's in its uh, fourth week. Oh, sorry, third week. My apologies. And it's at uh, 28.9 million. That's pretty soft. Really. Okay. Yep. 28. 28. Yep. Yep. Uh, number four is Tyler, per- uh, Tyler Perry's Boo. Boo 2. Uh, yeah. So that obviously was released for Halloween last week and uh, did very well its first week. It went to number one. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. So now it's at forty two point eight million. So making big money. That's why they keep he keeps making them. Yeah. Jigsaw is number three in the US. Actually, the top three is the same as our, our top three. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Jigsaw number three at uh, twenty eight point six million in its second week. Uh, A Bad Mum's Christmas. Bad Mum's two. Is at uh, twenty one point two million in its first week, so twenty one million opening. Okay, that's not too bad. 
uh, a little bit more than, than ours. And then Thor Ragnarok is number one. That's at 122 million in its first week. So opened at 122 million. Huge. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's massive. That's got to probably be in the top five openings of the year. Well done. I, I really want to see that film again. So um, do I. Just don't know when I'm going to get a chance, you know. Uh, Same. So I'm, that is something I will definitely buy on Blu-ray as soon as it comes out. Yeah. You know, because that's rewatchable. Actually, there was one other film I did watch during the week, kind of. Yeah. I didn't mention it earlier on. Because I wanted to go back and do a, a Tiger's uh, catalogue. Oh, yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen Hunt for the Wilder People. I've seen Boy. I've seen um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. But I hadn't seen uh, one of his first films, maybe his first. It was called um, uh, Shark versus Eagle. Oh, was that his? Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't and seen it's got it. Jermaine but... from um, Flight of the Concords. Right. Yes, yeah. you with me? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I haven't seen it, but I know the title. Yeah, you remember the, yeah. the pack shot? Sorry, my my mistake. It's Eagle versus Shark. Sure. Yeah. And it's got um, Jermaine Clement. Okay. Yeah. They're brilliant. Look, it's as much as I appreciate the film, <laughs> <laughs> I can only watch about half of it. Um, and I actually had to go to bed, so that was kind of part of the reason. <laughs> but but I, I wasn't that interested in watching the last half. Did your wife tell you you had to go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the way it sounds. Hey, dude, I commute four hours a day. <laughs> I go to bed when I want to go to bed. Um, you only work for five, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, two movies, that's five hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, so the, the comedy angle he's gone for here in this movie is, is cringeworthy, is cringe factor. Mm. And it's dialed up to ten. So it's really kind of cringeworthy to watch you know but he's doing it on purpose and that's where he's trying to get the laughs yeah but yeah anyway so watch that I, I need to go back catalogue on you know, like Thor proved that I need to go back catalogue on him because uh, I don't think I've seen I've seen the Wilder people um, but I was sort of in and out of that like when I was watching it because okay. things were happening so I really want to now sit down and watch it properly yeah. and definitely want to see um, and it's a good second watch that one you know it kind of gives you a little bit more but yeah, do shadows as well. That's that's pretty funny. Because that's, that's the other one that everyone mentions right now when they're talking about him. So yeah, I'll yeah. definitely give it a go. Uh, so not everyone gets a chance to watch uh, films like um, we do at the cinema. They tend to go and rent them uh, as part of home entertainment. So we're going to head to our home entertainment. <laughs> Each week, Jason looks through home entertainment, runs through the top five of what's going on there. Little does uh, everyone know that's listening, oh, I still go to my video store. I just rented seven for ten. I uh, like that you do. Yeah. I took my boys. Um, we go and get uh, either a couple of weeklies or we do so seven. So do they enjoy the experience of scaling the, the kids' movies wall? They're definitely my oldest, who's five. Um, he's really into that now. Uh, and he just loves sort of, yeah, just sitting there looking at all the films and then obviously he gets the pick. Um, my youngest is three and he just runs up, throws about five on the ground, kicks them around. And then did they have anything at the uh, video store for kids? Sorry? Like, did did they, they have anything to this particular oh, video no, no, store? No, it's too small. Like, okay. yeah. Um, they have lollies and that's where my youngest tends to run to and stands there loving looking at the lollies because they've actually got Excuse me, really interesting 
really interesting lollies. Okay. Uh, like superhero ones and things like oh. that, like not just little bags. Do you remember about our video store when we were working together many moons ago in the 90s? Yeah. Remember we had like a kid's section? Yep. We had like a, I think, kind of an open show with some toys and stuff in, around the kids' area. And yeah, This yeah. made it a little bit of fun, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. And I remember even going as a, a, a child to some of the video stores that we used to have locally. We were and kind of like a babysitter. Yeah. Our parents would come in and scale the wall for, you know, like an hour sometimes while yep. the kids are playing. Kids are playing. Yeah, you got to keep them entertained, right? Uh, no, this this is not big enough for that. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, the the boys love just running around there, really, and it gives me about five minutes to <laughs> quickly scale the walls and <laughs> see see what films I'm going to ask you to get for me. <laughs> Speaking of which, you got a couple of presents this week from me. Oh yeah, yeah, that came through. So last week you were banging on about Cult of Chucky. Yeah, yeah where's my Chucky? Chucky's my favorite Chucky. Oh, sorry, the Halloween special. Yeah. And obviously someone's listening to this podcast and said, oh, I'll send it to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, and great. what else Thank did you. I give you? Uh, and I got season four, Chicago PD. Which you've probably already seen, right? But it's I have, but yeah. uh, my wife has not. And okay. she's a Chicago fan. Just had sort of seen maybe two or three episodes because she's been busy. And I have OCD about what I keep on a hard drive. So I watch it. If it's on there for more than two days, I'll delete it. Okay. I don't know why. There's still like 80% free space. I can't help myself. Sorry. What are you talking about? When you so, have a file on your hard drive? So uh, when you're watching like Foxtel or, you know, in, in England, it could be Virgin Media or Sky, um, you know. So like IQ where you can record it. When you record it onto yeah. your oh, IQ I, box. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, or like TiVo. I thought you were talking about like illegally downloading or something. Oh, no, I don't. I actually don't do that. I can legitimately say that I don't illegally download ever. Um, so, no, I um, the TiVo boxes for the U- the US, you know, those sort yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah, so I have like 80% completely free and it bothers me if something is on there that is not going to be watched. You it's, need to clean it out. Yeah, it's a real problem I have. And I know it's my problem. Do you and think it, you're getting worse as you get older? Oh, completely. And I can see it. I can see it happening. And I, I just don't know how to... How many, <laughs> how many tiles are from your kitchen to your uh, toilet? No, I'm not that bad yet. I bet you you know. I, I actually don't. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but, though. But do you know what? I feel like I'm getting worse as I get older, too. What, what sort of things do you do, though? I just... More, mine's more of a... a <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Mine's more of a cleaning thing. Oh, right. Like yeah. you, you need things to be clean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you right? <laughs> um, yeah. Just, no, is that a thing? It's is a that, bit of a thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How does it? How does it manifest itself? Well, I'll just be. I'll be sitting down, re- trying to relax, and I'll see something over on the table, which could be an empty packet, or it could be a, a stain, or it could be a mark, or whatever it might be. <laughs> a full beer. <laughs> yeah, that that will never happen. <laughs> and a full beer in my house—it's yeah, not in my cl- hand. I need, to, I need to clean that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then I, I can't really relax until I get up and wash it or whatever. And yeah, because I've got because I've got kids, girls. Yeah. You sometimes it's them. So as a parent, what do you do? Is that fine line between look? Yeah. I'll just go do it. 
but that doesn't really teach them anything, right? Yeah, yeah. So you therefore have to either let them fail and then you pick them up the next day kind of thing. Say, hey, listen, you didn't do that. Yeah. Or you pick them up then and there and be a nag. Either way, you lose. <laughs> do you sort of lay there scratching your arm? It, like, you know, no, thinking, I, I don't I really scratch my arm. That. I'm rocking back and forth a little bit, but I'm not scratching my arm yet. I haven't got that far yet. So no. it hasn't embedded itself into your inner psyche. But my... Um, my father came down and visited me a couple of weeks ago and um, he was well, just outside in the new uh, alfresco area that we, we've been working on for the last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're just kind of relaxing, having a good chat, having a beer. Um, but I couldn't sit still. I was getting up and down and move, moving things, fixing things, cleaning things while we were talking. Yeah. And, yeah, he was like, you're, you're really bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. That's wow, yeah. I mean, I've never noticed it. I guess because we're always generally like out or there's a party or something, so yeah, we're up and exactly. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've noticed, I've, I've noticed it with you. <laughs> What's that? The um, oh that well, the, yeah the, yeah the kind of I know but it's because I'm also like I'm very open about it. Yeah. Like, because I think if I don't if I talk about it, then hopefully I like people might catch me on it and whatever you know. <laughs> if I don't, I think I'll go crazy. <laughs> uh, actually, like if I think yeah. I think about it too too much, I'll, I'll become even worse uh, at a faster rate. Like a uh, aviator, Leonardo DiCaprio. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if I talk about it, then like it's almost like asking for help. <laughs> Are you way. asking me for help now? No, no, no. I, ha- I have my support network uh, <laughs> in terms of at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, how did we get onto this topic? <laughs> uh, but thanks for that. Thanks for the chat. It's good. <laughs> I feel so um, much better. Yeah. Right. So um, did you even go into the home entertainment? No, I went to start no. and I didn't. Oh, so, give us the top five. Smash it. Yeah, home entertainment. So number five is Beguiled, be- Begilded, Begulaluded. Yeah. You gave me a copy of that. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. yeah. So Beguiled is number five. Um, great cast, Colin Farrell. And yeah, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Number four is The House with uh, Will Ferrell. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a renter title all day. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Number three is uh, The Big Sick, uh, which is a Judd Apatow produced film. And it's really, it's really fun. Has it got the, um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, and The Comedian. The Comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah from, but I'm, uh, I'm the one that's going to have to say it. From the Indian guy. Silicon Valley. Is it, it's the Indian yeah. guy? Yeah. He's great. Um, Fantastic. I saw him on uh, yeah, a few chat shows talking about it. It's very funny. He's really good. It's yeah. his film, right? Yeah. I think he may have even wrote it, but um, a really sweet film. Yeah. Uh, Baby Driver, sorry, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming's number two. Cool. And and Baby Driver debuted. I, I still haven't one. seen that, but I'll... Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get to it. Yeah. Different. Yeah. But really good. And I mean, Kevin, you, you Kevin love Edgar Wright, right? Sorry? You love Edgar Wright. Oh, I love Edgar Wright, yeah. And yeah. I've been listening to the soundtrack, so I sort of already know where my head's at with that going in. But, so uh, you've, got, you've really got to see, there's a lot happening in this film and there's a lot that happens underneath what you're watching. So uh, what's oh, yeah, in the yeah. background and the timings and there's so much more than just the visual. So just keep an eye out for all that and an ear out for that stuff. Okay, yeah, I definitely yeah. will. I'll, and that's why it's a great second watch. I might well. knock it over next week, before next week. That is Home Entertainment's top five. That's brilliant. Yeah. Do you 
have like a US top five? I don't. I don't know if we need to build that in. Maybe we should just look at it to see how different it is. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of uh, different release dates and that kind of thing. A lot more varied than theatrical. Than what we have. Because I just imagine they'd be faster to... Say again? I just imagine they'd be far, They'd have a smaller window between they do. cinema they have, and... They have 60 days. Yeah. And we have 90 days. Australia. Hmm. All the red Well, we, we've just gone from 120 to oh, 90 right. only this year. So last year, yeah. it was four months, 120 days. So it was only this year that the... Um, uh, the studios and exhibitors come to the agreement yeah. to release it uh, 30 days earlier. Well, that's very interesting. Now, we are going to move on to our next segment. It's a fairly new segment, something I discussed last week. It's called Franco's versus the Hemsworths. <laughs> Franco's versus Hemsworth. It's a new segment uh, because if you didn't uh, already know, if you don't listen to this podcast, first podcast, I have a little bit of a, a thing with uh, James Franco. You know, um, I've never met the guy, but uh, I just he happens to be everywhere. How about that you I go am. see a movie with him then? You know what? This, he does too many films for me to be able to go out and <laughs> to go out and see. Really. <laughs> Um, there's so many I have to catch up on. But anyway, look, I just have a tremendous respect, I think, for his career, uh, not only in film, but also uh, his writings and artistry and blah, 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 blah. I think he's brilliant. And also his brother, Dave, does some great work out there. And then you've got the Hemsworths. I used to dislike Chris Hemsworth so much because... You did. You had a real problem. Yeah, but the thing is, I still dislike the character he played on Home and Away. He's the big, luggish dog who didn't really pronounce his words right. He just didn't come out. And, and look, part of it was major jealousy, definitely. I'm happy to admit that. Uh, because You're just a jealous guy. I'm not a jealous guy. That's the thing. No, John Lennon. Oh, right. Okay. He's dead. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I used to dislike him. And since uh, he's been in Thor, I also have a tremendous respect for him. Uh, and, and every film he's done since. Like his little turn in Ghostbusters, the remake, uh, I thought was brilliant. And um, anyway, I have a real appreciation, I guess. The funny thing is that you, know, you, you have a kind of a man crush on, on James Franco, let's be honest, right? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that my man crush, if I was to have one, yeah, maybe may other than Leo, is probably Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. So basically, uh, and that works into that this segment really well now, the, the, the whole goal is how can we make contact with them? And when I say make contact, it could be in person, it could be on the phone, it could be a tweet, an email, but somehow that we make contact. And basically, the challenge is for the Francos or the Hemsworths to contact uh, me, um, and whoever gets to me first wins a prize. Hang on. <laughs> so if James calls you on this show, or Chris, <laughs> or tweets, or yeah, whatever, some some kind of communication, some to kind you, of communication, yeah, they'll win a prize. They'll win a prize. And yeah, well, they, we you get, know we... they get paid millions of dollars each film, right? Yeah, but they also accept lots of free things when they go to different, um, like the Academy Awards. What they could love you free possibly things. give them as a prize where they'd be appreciative? 
Aren't what? you a box set, Star Wars box set or something? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone doesn't love a Star Wars box set. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll think of something that they don't have. We'll give them one of those little, um, you know what? Just to remind them, uh, the Hemsworths are home. I'll give them one of those little koalas that clips onto yeah. your <laughs> lapel. You know, you just put it on there. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a nice little Australian Australiana present for the Franco. So that's what I'll get. I'll it'll get a clip-on koala. I just thought of that. I think that's brilliant. I'm going to go with that. No, I, I don't want to be in the room when you give it to him. I'll probably have to send it by post. I don't think they're possibly ever going to come over here. <laughs> uh, but um, hey, why not? Like, wh- what would you suggest? What's a present that I could, a prize, sorry, I could have them? Um, I'm not sure. Like maybe a, I don't know, a, a pop vinyl of one of their favourite movie characters, if we could find that out. Like who who, who was James Franco um, inspired by like who are some of his favorite actors do you, do you know I don't know but um, James Dean I think was one of his because okay. he wanted to portray James Dean so, so. we get we get a pop vinyl of James Dean uh, in the giant okay have you seen uh, uh, Franco in James in Jimmy Dean or James Dean or whatever the yeah, as a pop vinyl no never the the, the movie. oh the giant no the James Franco played James Dean oh, in a right. film yeah, about yeah, James yeah. Dean. Of course, sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, he did. Sorry, too. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah, explain it was myself. Yeah, like it was like a telly movie. Yeah? I really feel that my because I got fake teeth at the front. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know that, I feel like I'm wearing a mouth guard today. Why? I don't know. I just can't get my words out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> too much information. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a real sharing day <laughs> And now for the rest of the podcast That's all I'm looking at oh, Is your mouth card <laughs> Look uh, If anyone's listening to this um, I went to uh, I, My mother's uh, Having a bit of a hard time So I went to go see her today So You know Trying to keep as upbeat as possible But maybe you might hear Through uh, this podcast That um, You know I'm not always the happiest So today's Today's a little bit of a, a You know It's a therapeutic episode Let's Let's think of it that way Yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Th- so I think that was a telly movie, yeah. And I haven't. I don't think I, I, I never saw it. Man, I mean, you know, put Chicago PD to the back of your list. <laughs> oh, uh. it's at the back of my list, mate. <laughs> it is absolutely at the back of my list. Jump on and see this uh, James Dean film. Like, you know, it's not. It's not going to, you know, make your world. It's not going to explode your. Mind, but it's good. There'll be no pre coming or anything like that. Nothing. Like, I just hate that word. <laughs> it's as bad as like as everyone hates moist. Oh, like those things. I just. So my yeah. challenge is to to get pre come out in every <sighs> podcast. No, like I actually hate it. I do it. This is. Yeah, this you're is, really offended by it. Yeah, this is not a a thing for this show. This is not like just some sort no, of no, gag. You don't I like it. I don't. I yeah. don't like it. It's, I don't. It's crass and. Don't discuss it ever again. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So anyway, I, I get a pop vinyl of James Dean. There you go. Okay. All right. Pop vinyl of James Dean. So we'll get a little uh, koala sticky on thing. They're great. I gave them away to lots of people when I was overseas and I love them all. Yeah, but. To my face. But Chris is Australian. He doesn't. Well, he, he lives in Australia as well, which yeah. is a hard one. I'll, I'll get him something else. Okay. I'll get him a pop vinyl of. Yeah. Now, 
Uh, as we discussed last week, I have seen The Disaster Artist with uh, James Franco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can't talk about it, but I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. And this is just an opinion, not on the film. Sure. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, and that is, uh, the don't be surprised if James Franco receives an Oscar nomination for this performance. I'm never surprised when he wins awards. Why do the... I don't think he's been nominated before, or maybe he has. Hey, well, in your world where only two competitions <laughs> matter, awards matter, yeah. <laughs> he's won awards. Um, but this whole segment is about how close we can get to, to them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right? And, and, and uh, as I said, if they contact us, they get a prize. So each week we're going to go through and try and get a step closer. Yeah, so it's up to us to move forward as well, right? Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to try and move forward. We, you know, we have to meet them halfway. I think yeah, that's otherwise probably... Otherwise, we'll be, 50, we'll be 67 still doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll call. listen to us one day, yeah? I'll be sitting in a, in a, a home by myself. My, my wife's passed away. My kids have oh. left me. I'll be like completely alone in one of the old people's homes. And Counting I'll be staring, your tiles. I'll be staring, <laughs> I'll be staring at a phone. <laughs> And someone will walk in one day completely separate from my story and I'll just say to a nurse looking over at me staring at this phone, every time I come in here, he's staring at a phone. What's he doing? And It'll be I'll, like the notebook. Yeah, and I'll be like, he's waiting for a call from James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be in the corner reading a book of his biography to you every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laying in my hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> Dribbling. Uh, um. So, so I did make a... That's called a flash forward, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're going to have to... Yeah, let's get this quick. I have to go uh, a step forward, hopefully every week. Um, and uh, I have made a step forward this week. Oh, you have? What would you do? Yeah. So I spoke to a guy who worked on Thor Ragnarok. Great stuff. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, straight in. Now, I asked directly for Chris's phone number. Um and, uh, of course, for anyone who works in the industry, you, you, if you give out someone's phone number, you'd be fired and never get a job again, yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, so uh, they weren't going to go that far. Plus, they didn't have his number, so <laughs> they couldn't give me his number. What they did suggest, though, is that um, I could look around for a call sheet because right? Right. there are call sheets floating out there um, through people that I know, and look up the PA. Okay. And then write to the PA, talking right. about the segment. So that's a step forward. Awesome. That's what I have. Like it's more information than I had last week, right? Yeah. Um, and a connection who could possibly get me a call sheet. Well, I think uh, we spoke about it briefly last week, I think, uh, if it made the uh, podcast, <laughs> and that is uh, that... My one degree or two degrees from uh, Hemsworth is through John, uh, who's a director, a friend of Oh, mine, that's right, yeah. You know John, um, <clears throat> who has directed uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Liam, yeah. Mm. So that's where we are with um, Hemsworth and the Francos. Where Did I tell you about my Taika Waititi story? Oh, yeah. Did I? At the last year's conference, uh, MovieCon? Mm. <clears throat> I don't think I have. I don't think I've if told it's the interesting. No, you haven't. If it's not interesting, of course you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> no, is it a good story? 
It's very quick. Okay. Um, it's it's back to you know that could have been meeting Chris Hemsworth kind oh, of. Oh right, thing. Yeah, 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 sure. So obviously, uh, last last movie conference, uh, Taika was on the Gold Coast shooting Thor Ragnarok. Mm. And on the last night of the con, they have like a gala night, and he was invited, so he was there. Brilliant. Yeah, and I, like I knew him because he's a director. I knew his face, yeah, because yeah. I recognised. Oh, that's Taika, right? Because yeah. I just knew his face. He's a pretty good looking guy as well. Yeah, and he's an actor as well, right? So yeah, he's been yeah. in films. Anyway, so uh, I saw him up there. And I'm like, oh, do I be that guy? Go. I really wanted to go up and kind of say hello, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it is a, an awkward situation there sometimes because you don't want to annoy people. Sure. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is where the story is funny or weird. Is he was just up on the dance floor just kind of walking around having a bit of a dance and just having some fun. It's kind of like he, he, was, he would have been fine for people to walk up and say hello, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. But then I, I kind of lost it and, and didn't in the end. Uh, yeah. I, I, I get where you are because, yeah. you know, in – but in reflection, I wish I had of. Yeah. Well, there, there's here. I can. I don't know if it's a name, but I'll I'll drop it anyway. Oh, here we go. We're dropping a name. Wendell Sailor. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know he's a he's a great Australian rugby league and rugby union uh, player. Played for both um, uh, Australian teams on yes. on those codes. Uh, and I guess growing up, loving rugby league, you know, he was a, he was a bit of an idol. Um, yeah, so I got a chance to see him this week. Oh, cool. Mm. Have just, you met him before? Or? Just about. No, it's the first time. First time. He, he's actually around my office all the time. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure why, but he's always there. I've seen him, literally seen him maybe five or six times. But I think it could be because we work very closely to Ozstereo. Uh, network yeah it's a radio okay. so station. he's coming in and yeah. so maybe he's coming in for that perhaps doing that sure. yeah that makes sense he's, he's got that personality he seems lovely yeah he was um, we you know we had a very very quick chat because um, we were sort of passing by uh, but it was one of those moments where I took the opportunity to say hi yeah because like you we, you know we have people walking around all the time and around the area um, because you know it's yeah. not just us it's tons of different Productions and yeah, we've got Fremantle and that around us. So that is that. We're hopefully next week. I'm gonna. So what, this is what I'm gonna do. Action plan. I'm gonna uh, get this um, call sheet, and I'm going to find the email address for the PA, and I'm gonna write to them. Okay. The possibility, especially with PAs, as I've understood, I've understood is that you sometimes you'll have a PA for your five years, six years, seven years or whatever. But generally you'll have them for each show. Right. So this person may may not be in contact with um, the Hemsworth anymore. Right, okay. We'll see how we go. Yeah, I'll cool. try. It's a lead. It's a lead, yeah, exactly. Lead. We've got to follow these things down. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, cool, man. Let's, uh, let's go on. This is the next segment is going to be a banger each week. I know it. I love it. <laughs> I'm really, 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 really looking forward to it. It's called Our Top Five. I love that name. <laughs> that is like... It's direct. It's, you know what? The simplicity. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, uh, can you give us a, a quick explanation of why we love our top five? 
I think we well, just censor around the uh, movie. Yeah, sure. Look, <laughs> I think um, mine, mine dates back to when I was a teenager. I used to bang on about top five this, top five that, yeah. about movies, right? Obviously. You're the top five guy. I've always Top five that. guy. Yep. I was always was. I don't know why. I just had my list, you know, and I liked ranking my movies in different subgenres and genres and yada, yada, yada. I came home from work one time when I was probably, I don't know, 17 or whatever. And my parents had actually uh, just finished watching High Fidelity. Mm. With uh, Jack Black and John Cusack, yes. which is a wonderful film, right? Yep. Great, great film. And they went up and said, JJJ, listen, we have just found your counterpart, like you, in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? What do you mean? They said, these guys are in a music shop. Yeah, so it's music, not movies. Yeah. They run a record store, basically, yep. and they bang on about their top five, this, and all these kind of sub genres, and, they, and they're and yeah, you. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> they are you. So I went and watched the movie after I hadn't seen it. Went and watched the movie after they said that it was yeah. And it cemented top five into it, your. I did, and and then you know I'd be out I, even today. I'm I'm out at like an executive dinner or something, and it's a conversation piece. We're going right top five uh, dramas in the nineties. Go. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a it's a table conversation piece, you know. Oh, definitely. Uh, and sometimes you have some really uh, weird top fives. Like my favorite is. You know, not only like the best films or top five films ever, but then the the top five films that are most rewatchable. Yeah, that's a completely different list to my top five films. Yeah, I mean, I can only watch Schindler's List twice in my lifetime. You know, maybe three times. Yeah, it's so heavy. And but you can you can make that as a uh, a top five list. What's the top five films that are fantastic, but I can only watch two or three times in my lifetime? There's a category. <laughs> There's a, category. a subcategory. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it kind of stems back to uh, high fidelity, and um, yeah, you and I were talking mm. about it and thinking it could be a bit of fun to do a little segment on this and just come up with some weird subcategories or subgenres, if you will, or yeah, and do what we love to do, which is chat about films. Yes, you know, not always current. So today's um, topic is going to be about uh, mustaches. Mustachi. Top five movie mustaches. Yeah, now this has been inspired by Murder on the Orient Express. Definitely. Where yeah. Kenneth Branagh supports what could be what could be the number one mustachi in film history. This is actually <laughs> going to be really interesting because um, you know, you go and do some research. Because I a couple came straight to me. Sure. But I had to do I did have to do some research. And my God. Uh, there are some great moustaches out there, yeah. which how uh, soon are we iconic. forget, right? Yeah. So the way I think we can do this is uh, because it's just two of us. Do you want to go five five four four? Do you want to do five four three two one? Five four three two one. How do you feel about that? Well, I actually haven't. Uh... Yeah, I'm happy. Look, you know what? I'm happy to do that. <laughs> But well, which my, one? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm fighting with myself because yeah. I've naturally, being me, I have more than five. Yeah. Because I don't do things Remember, in fives. We, we, I think as a standard rule, we get three honorables. Honorable oh, okay, mentions. cool. All right, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Um, okay, uh, let's go five, five, four, four. Three, three, two, two. Okay. One, one. Um, so I've done you as well in terms of grouping Oh, okay. A moustache together. And it's actors who are constantly, and it's just two people, and I put them in at five, and I've got John Cleese. Yes. Because he plays every film with a moustache. 
He's, um, yeah, he goes, he's only got the thin moustache. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, thin. He could, he could twist it on the end if he needed to. Yeah. But it tends to be a fairly tidy yes. moustache. But I, I wouldn't recognize him without it. <laughs> and the other one is an impressive moustache and generally always wears it. And that's Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, yes. He has an impressive like man It's moustache. the real deal, man. He's the man's man. So, so I just put them two together because they generally, I wouldn't know them without the moustache. And they are two of my favorite um, uh, actors. Yeah, well, Sam Elliott's Mo in um, Big Lebowski was... Uh, that's, and that's the one I'm probably referring to the most. Was beautiful. But then he's also in one of my favorite films, and one of my favorite most rewatchable films in Roadhouse. Pat- Patrick Swayze, yeah. Roadhouse, and yeah. it's it's impressive there, and yeah. love it, love it. Uh, great, okay. Mine, uh, shall I go next? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Okay. Mine is, uh, top five would be, sorry, number five would be uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, who, again, supports quite a few different kind of moustaches. But this you... one I'm going with uh, Bill the Butcher. Oh, man. You haven't Gangs even seen the York. movie. You haven't even seen the movie. What are you talking about? Twice. <laughs> Um, yeah, you haven't no. seen the movie twice, have you? Uh, no, I've seen it twice. Yeah. What was the thing that we were talking about? Where we were like, um, how have you never? Yeah, I think it was just I haven't seen it recently. I haven't seen it for a while. I think. Okay. And you're banging on. And you're, <laughs> you're carrying on like a pork chop. Yeah, yeah, so build a butcher, and he's got that's that, a good one though. Yeah, man. it's got that little twirly thing happening on the left and right, and it's greasy. Yeah. What a great character. Oh, yeah. top, that's top five characters in film, I reckon. Bill the Butcher. Bill the Butcher. Yeah. Mm. Man, yeah, I, look, I'm... Oh, sorry, villains probably is the best way to say that. Yeah. Villains, yeah. I, I, I get that. Man, he's awesome. Uh, then we've got... Uh, so my four, number four, <laughs> I've gone Matt Dillon, something about Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> fake teeth. Yeah, fake, and he's got this thin little sort of pencil moustache yeah. on top that where he's it just it's sleazy yes it's a you know I, this is what I love about um, people in film television you need a character so they dress you a certain way they put your hair a certain way and he's Mo he, he was kind of like the guy that would try and catfish you on the internet to say <laughs> do you want to come model uh, and then yes. film you in a porn yes that's that's what he looked like he looked like the you know the famous director who's real creepy and um Oh, John Waters. Mm, John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Lonely Island also did a... Remember they did a parody on uh, Do the Creep? Oh, Do the and Creep. And that was a thin moustache as well. Was that, that as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's and John a, Waters was in that. That's, hila- that's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah, so Matt Dillon, something about Mary. I like that. My next one uh, is... I'm going to go with like a famous one. And it's Tom Selleck. Yep. Sort of Magnum P.I. days? Yeah, so Magnum P.I.'s TV, but you can even go three men and a baby, three men and a little lady, you know. But what a great moustache. And I think he's only ever shaved it, from my memory, he's only ever shaved it once. And that was in, you remember? Yeah, uh, in and out. No? Oh, yeah. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I was Did actually you shave going it for in and out, though? Hey? He may have had it. He may have had it in in and out. I can't recall, but I was thinking Friends. Oh, I'm sure there was right, a season yeah. there where he showed oh, it. Oh, you know what? That's he, how good is his character in that? 
Yeah, and he's in it for quite a lot. And how good is that storyline? Yeah, with Mon. Yeah. With a yeah, with Monica, older older man. I just friends. Yeah. God, friends. Oh, friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should do the top five episodes of Friends Night. That's gonna be hard. I'd, yeah, I'd have to go watch them all again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get some more time. So yeah, Tom Selleck, uh, yeah, famous for his mo. Definitely. All right. So I've seen your... in person, by the way, Tom Selleck. He's what, sir? I've seen him in person. I ate at the same restaurant in America, LA. Uh, yeah, cool. That's not a name drop. It's no, no, just it's a, not. No, no, that's not good. Yeah. No, no, but that's so I've good. seen the mo in real life. The mo- oh. Yeah. Did you stroke the mo? <laughs> now, that would have been creepy. Uh. <laughs> but yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so that was your four. So my three is Will Ferrell, Ron Burgundy. Yes. I had Ron as a uh, honourable yeah. mention. I just, you know, because it's such a great film and oh, yeah. is an iconic character for Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, I had to put it in there because uh, it really makes his 70s. Stay classy. Yeah, it really makes that, that 70s uh, um, feel. So, yeah, that, he's in there. What's your three? My three is, this is a bit different actually. I don't know if you remember this. We've seen them, I'm not sure. But do you know uh, Cheech Marin in Cheech and Chong? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He had a nice big fat yeah. kind of mo. I never saw any of Cheech and Chong's, but I know well, the covers, like Up in Smoke yeah, yeah. and all that sort of business. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn. Oh, in Dust Till Dawn. Which I don't there. think he had them over that. I can't remember. It wasn't as thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting story. Okay. Uh, so we're down to two. Two. Uh I kind of don't want to say this one now, um, but I will. What? It's a childhood. It's the first Mo I think I ever really knew. What is it, pathetic? Well, it's not pa- no, it's not pathetic. It's, I don't know if it's fake. Oh, You okay. might tell me, but I hope it's not fake. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, in Hook. Hook. Well, I'm not sure if it's fake or not. But it's great because it's a twirly. It's a big twirl, yeah. Big but, twirls yeah. going in and... Uh, and I used to love that film, so I watched it over and over again. Um, and it was the first time I saw someone twirl <laughs> their moustache. <laughs> Seen plenty of twirling otherwise. Which one, two? Mine, two, is I'm starting to get into what's the one where the mo connects with the big sideburns? It becomes kind of mutton chops, is that what they. Uh, yeah, the mutton chops, yeah. yeah I think so, but it's, yeah. Still, it's still a mo, right? Yeah. So my top two are actually kind of within that little world there of the... I reckon our top one's going to be the same. Yeah? No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, maybe. Number two is... um, Well, they're very similar. Number two is uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction for Jules Winfield. (laughs) Was that your number one? Or number... That's number two now, isn't it? <laughs> no, I've already, oh, I've already oh, said two. Uh, no, but that is a very good one. And it definitely goes into, yeah, like a mutton chop. Yeah. But it's, it's got all kind of things going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so this is your number one, is it? This is my number one. And I've gone for an Australian uh, favourite. It's not the most impressive mo, but it's the way it helps... Th- the character, okay. I guess. And it belongs to uh, one little Uncle Chop Chop. Oh. 
Nice. Eric Banner. Eric Banner Chopper. Yeah, I had to put it in there because like that character and that movie is so good. Now, for any uh, listeners uh, that are not from Australia and even the younger listeners from Australia, sure. um, you may not know, but uh, you know Eric Banner, uh, what, uh, Munich, um, did some Hulk work. He did yep. uh, other bits and pieces like that, like big, big movies. Black Hawk Down. Troy. Yeah, yeah, Black Hole Down. Down. So, yeah, he's been in all these things. Um, He, you know, he comes back to Australia and does a few little films every so often. And one of those little films uh, was based on a true story um, about a guy who's still alive and he's a criminal uh, in uh, Melbourne named Chopper Reed, Brandon Reed. Um, Notorious criminal. Anyway, Banner plays him to a T. In and actual fact, Banner was a comedian, right? Oh, And he yeah. was doing skit shows like uh, Saturday Night Live yeah. uh, in Australia. And it was actually Chopper that landed him all the American work. I think he did Black Hawk Down and Chopper at the same time, right? Is that right? They yeah. Did at the same so, time, okay. And Chopper was the one where it made Hollywood stand up and go, wow, yeah. this guy can act. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. And yeah, that mo just, uh, it still eeks me to this nice. day. Nice. I didn't think of that one at all. Yeah, Uncle Chop Chop. <laughs> uh, number one for me is uh, a more recent one, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and he supported this moment in a couple of different films, but he's a classic for it, similar to Sam Elliott, I guess. Yeah. And this is uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, so yeah. in Hateful Eight. Yeah. And probably one of your favourites, I would say, he was also in... Um, Tombstone, Tombstone. As uh, look, I saw that pop up, uh, the Tombstone yeah. one, and I was going to, you know, I was going to bring it in. Love the love a good western, as you know. Uh, yes. Yeah, just obviously there are so many good mo's out there, and I wanted to go a little bit off skew, I guess. Sure. But yeah, that uh, that piece of hair work in uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> It was impressive. What about honourable mentions? What about the ones that were just outside the top five? All right. I had uh, Bill the Butcher. Yes. That was uh, my six sort of uh, there. Uh, and then my two others were um, Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. That, and then I guess you can't mention Charlie Chaplin without in the same breath mentioning Hitler. Oh, wow. Well, okay. And so, I guess he's been in film? In terms of, well, he's on film, isn't he? Yeah. Same thing. So, um that obviously, that's just about the Mo, an yeah. iconic Mo, right? <laughs> it's iconic. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. The, <laughs> this is no endorsement for any way with the Nazis <laughs> and so forth. This is literally to say this is just an iconic moustache uh, that everyone knows the world round. So let's move on. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> well, do you my honourables were range from um, Danny Trio in Machete. Yeah, Danny Trace. Yeah. Good mo. And I had um, Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. I don't know if you remember. He had a big handlebar. Definitely, mustache, yeah. Mustache in uh, Dodgeball. No, he, he was uh, he was up and around there, but, uh, you know, there are, oh man, there are so many good moustaches. At first I thought I was going to struggle look, uh, looking for moustaches, but... But here's one. Here's my favourite. Well, it's not clearly not my favourite, but it's outside the top five. And that's uh, Ball Rat. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Baron oh, Borat, Cohen. Yes. Yeah, just had that straight mo. <laughs> I love Borat. That's he, such a great film. He would also feature in um, top five bikini scenes. Yeah, we got yeah, helicopters the... flying over our house right now. If you can hear this. Yeah. Yeah, with the CIA 
radars and stuff. Because you, you had to mention the word Nazi, didn't you? I know. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Bloody hell. They're on to us. Hey, think about this for a second, because I, I just, I put myself onto an off-topic moment just where I was like, CIA people fly over, listen to our conversations. <laughs> oh, so gosh. You, where are we going? So, no, no, th- th- this is an invention. I'm sure it's out there, right? But... This is, this is an invention. So you think of the people that um, they sit in the car and they point their little uh, sound sonic thing in a direction and they can hear people talking from a long way away as long as they point it at that conversation. Yes. I want to reverse that process and be able to send my voice to somebody's ear a kilometer away, 100 meters away, whatever it is, and then go to a, like a baseball game or a... A football game or whatever it is and the opposing players that are running past and I could just be whispering in their ear the whole time <laughs> imagine the cricket or a baseballer you know in the batter's box and they're trying to concentrate on trying to hit this you know 90 mile an hour ball fizzing at them and you're just sitting there well, what, are you, what are you saying I, I you know what it depends on each player but <laughs> I, something stupid and creepy like lickety split Lickety split, lick it up and down, lickety split. <laughs> what about that? I've got a song that will get on your nerves, get, get on, on your nerves, nerves get, get on, on your nerves. nerves. I've got a song oh. that'll get on your nerves. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it would be a great little invention. Brilliant. I'm sure it's already invented. <laughs> you keep missing the mark. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, so that is uh, our yeah, top, top five. Yeah. Our top five. Our top five. Next segment, last segment of the night, is Two Drunk Guys and the Bucket. Two Drunk Guys and the Buckets. This is the last segment of the night. This is the time when we've had a few beers. Yeah, we're, um, we're an hour and 33 minutes in. Yeah. And we've had a few people uh, email in with some words for us, which is great. What we Always got. Helps. What we got. What we got. Do you want to know what the word is? Sure. Give me a second. Get the bucket over here. Thank you very much. Get the paper out. We have the word. Kind of two words, actually. Oh. Three syllables. Ballpoint. You had, you had to think about that. I did. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I can I was see your some, brain uh, thinking. In my head, this is what was happening. Ballpoint <laughs> pen. <laughs> Takes uh, you back to year four or something. So if you didn't catch that, uh, capture that, uh, ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pen. Yeah, ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pen. Can you please pass me that ballpoint pen? Cool. All right. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of pens in films. Well, in I the mean, background, in the you, foreground. Like, how did How did Schindler write his list? Correct. Right? Yeah. He so, spat on his um, Yeah, true. With with the blood. Oh, no. I won't go. Actually, I'm not going to joke. Oh, my God. Back away from no, that. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's plenty of pens in films, but I guess we're looking for ones that were kind of prominent or were highlighted some way or used in some way that was um, famous, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got one scene that comes to me straight away because what? it's what? the it's the one what? I go to whenever I'm um, 
<laughs> whenever I'm trying to dress up as somebody uh, and I can't be bothered, I just throw a suit on <laughs> and I go as Jim Carrey, liar, liar. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and the, the, there's a classic scene in it where um, obviously he's trying to stop telling lies. So he's got a, a, a ballpoint pen in his hands and it's blue. And yeah. He's trying he's, to trick himself. He's yeah. trying to trick himself and he's sitting yeah. there going, you know, the pen is... And he's trying to say red. You know. And uh, it goes on for a little bit. It he's builds. possessed by his son's wish. Or... Yeah, exactly. And it's building and it's building. And then, uh, for whatever reason, they cut away. And then I think his uh, uh, secretary fighting with the pen, yeah. comes into the room. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's fighting with the... He was really good at that, wasn't he? Oh, he was, so good. He was like holding the pen away from his face with his other hand. Because it was like real and, physical humor. Too, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, eventually um, uh, the, his uh, secretary bursts into the office and he comes up from <laughs> below Behind the desk. The desk. Yeah, yeah. And written all over his face. <laughs> and as he's saying, the pen is blue. You couldn't let me finish my. Uh, oh, go finish it. Uh, there's finish no point. It. You just said it. The pen is blue. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. No, oh, the pen is blue. It. Someone cuts in and says the pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. <laughs> <laughs> all oh. I live for in my life. All I, oh, that's come out. Hello, hello. Oh. Still hear me? We have, we have te- yeah, you're coming up, I think. No? We have technical difficulties. <laughs> still talking. Still, you can still hear me. Okay, good. Um, there it is. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. I just spazzed out for a second. Oh, I've plugged myself the back in. There we go. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, you got the shits and threw something at the wall. I, I took the line away from him. He's probably been rehearsing all week or something. It's the one thing that I actually worked on for the show. <laughs> and and it's a blue pen that I'm holding. Like, I, I was ready. I was method. Have your week. moment. Why don't you just have your moment? No, then? because it's gone. Like, thanks. But anyway, that was a great scene that I love. And, you know, I'd probably have that my gravestone. Except you ruined it. So, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I oh, had, no, no, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's also doing, from Lila now you're doing Bruce Almighty what's that? Bruce Almighty that's from oh sorry man yeah you're right yeah Bruce yeah. Almighty how good's that scene though oh yeah so, <laughs> so I, I had Liar Liar yeah cool yeah it definitely comes to my mind yeah you remember the part where he's got the blue pen and he's fighting with it and <laughs> comes up from behind the desk yeah alright move on like, what else you got <laughs> <laughs> yeah you mother <laughs> what about um, what about um, like Bond films you remember you... when he gets his gadgets, right? Yeah. He's always got a watch thing. He's got a car that does everything. But he always gets a pen. Not always, but sometimes he gets a pen, which becomes like a bomb or something. He clicks it three times to arm it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or spy pens. Like you take photos from them. Yeah. You click it and it takes a photo. I've seen those. I don't know if it's in Bond. Does Bond have that in... I'm not sure about the photos. I know that one of the pens in GoldenEye is a, is a bomb. Mm-hmm. And three clicks to arm, three clicks to disarm. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I like Bond, but hmm. I, I watch them once and sort of that's that's our friendship. 
And on, I guess, next step from a bond would be, you know, remember, um, uh, Born. Born Identity. I don't know if you remember the classic fight scene when the assassin is sent to kill him and they have the massive fight in this um, apartment. He ends up having, he ends up using a, a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to fend him off. And what he does is he starts stabbing all the pressure points. Yes. And then yes. stabbing his, um, his They're very useful. Pens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for writing <laughs> or throwing at walls. Um, well, it's funny you say that because I think my second one is also used as a weapon. Yeah. Except it's not, it's not technically a pen. I think it's more it's of a, a pencil. pencil. Yeah. I think, it's more I, think of... I might know where you're going here. Yeah. Can I spoil this one as well? <laughs> Why not? Go ahead. <laughs> the goddamn pen is blue. <laughs> Oh, he's well, so you're gonna, upset. You're going to ruin it? Like, do it. Do he's it. so like, just... Um, John Wick 2? No. Ah, damn it. Sorry, go. <laughs> Would you like to see a magic trick? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight. Oh, man. Joker. Yeah, that's a pencil. And yeah. I think John Wick 2, when he kills three people, I think that's a pencil as yeah. well. Look, I don't mind. Uh, as I said, these words are all about yeah, what it brings yeah. to your mind. Yeah, and, exactly. And that is... To me, like, as an Australian actor in an iconic role for him, uh, and that scene is brilliant. And basically, so describe know, the scene, yeah. If everyone hasn't seen it, they um, uh, he walks into a room. He's <laughs> for those up, who haven't seen it, should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> he's uh, like basically, uh, I guess, talking to a um, uh, someone that works for him. Like that. I can't remember who, who the person's sitting in a chair, but there's a guy sitting in a chair. He's well, it's just like the mob, yeah, the local mob. Yeah, and he's basically giving them the, the what for about what they should be doing and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, and it just very quickly, I think he says, you know, you want to see a magic trick? Is that the right line? Yeah, want to see a magic yeah. trick. And, uh, yeah, and again, I'm going to be very quick about this, but uh, he puts a pen on the table and he grabs the back of a guy's head. And slams it into the pencil so that the pencil goes into his head. Into his uh, skull. <gasps> Ta-da! <laughs> it was so good, man. Fire out. Oh. Just amazing. Just the, the brutality in that moment. Yeah. Just yeah, it was one so of the first quickly. scenes that you really worked out how crazy, insane the Joker is, was. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he does that and then he uses his, like, gloved hand to sort of slick back his hair for a second yeah, and he just does it with such a. It's not clinical, you know, and it's it's not messy, but it's disturbed. He he he, even even in the way he puts his hair back, yeah. is disturbed. Yeah. Oh, everything about that character is perfection. Yeah, and he deserved the Oscar. Yeah, yep. definitely. Um, you got anything else? Oh, do you remember? Uh, I think uh, Shane was talking about it in the Halloween special. Uh, remember the. It may have been a pencil as well, but remember yeah. the pen pencil in the, the, the leg, the ankle of Evil Dead? Oh, sorry, you haven't seen it. Yeah, we just we established the fact that you hadn't seen it. I but, haven't seen it, no. Uh, Evil Dead 1, yeah, he stabs it into the ankle, right? It's a close-up of the foot, the ankle, and the, the pen's in there on the pencil. <laughs> and they're just rooting around like this in the ankle, oh. like that, like kind of making wide This circles. is why I haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. Sure, but it's just not for, I don't know. Yeah. You should Charles go backwards. Man. You should watch number two because that's comedy horror, but not full comedy like Army of Darkness. Yeah. 
then see how you go with number one. And man, it's so campy these days. Yeah. So it's not like, it's still has scares, but it's, you'll find it amusing. I okay. Think. We'll watch it together. Yeah, there's I can a. Watch there's them every day okay. of the week. What's that? Two Chicago PD episodes. I'm not trading Evil Dead for Chicago PD. Well, that's the currency. I, well, I okay, well, it. don't watch the fucking film then. Well, I wasn't planning to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to watch it, you're watching. Yeah, no, your loss. <laughs> and <laughs> your loss too. <laughs> <laughs> one day one day you'll come to me and one day I might come to you and be like oh yeah Evil Dead yeah I watched it it was pretty good and you'll be coming to me going hey man um, that season 4 um, see, uh, you know DVD set I gave you can I grab that back I'm up to it and I don't have it it won't happen okay never say never hmm. I think Bieber taught you that didn't you <laughs> never, never, never stop right? never stopping <laughs> Isn't that, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the movie? That's a Lonely Island, yeah. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you have anything else on the um, on the pens? It's a bit of a tough one. It, yeah. I mean, look, obviously in you could name all films that just use pens, sure. uh, which is a lot of films, but um, iconic pen scenes. Yeah. I um, thought of, um, what about Quill? It's not really, a, I guess it's a pen. But uh, I mean, it's not a ballpoint pen. Yeah. But it, I, th- I think we're that? Jeffrey Rush? I think we're outside of ballpoint pens now, so yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, Jeffrey Rush and Quill. Do you remember that film? Oh, uh, I remember, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, why would I, why? I'm going to look it up because there's someone else in that film. Um, Female? No, I'm thinking uh, Guy. So it came out in 2000. Yeah. Sorry, Quills. Quills it was. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush. Um, Joaquin Phoenix and Kate Winslet and oh. Michael Caine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I did think about that, but it's not really it's not really a pen. I mean, yeah. it is a pen, sorry, but yeah, it's a writing it's implement. Not like a ballpoint pen. No, no. I, I look to be honest, it's not the greatest word in the world, um, and I'm sure that there are tons. Oh, I got one. Things out there. I have got one. Got? Got? I've got a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Have you got anything? No, I'm exhausted myself at two. This uh, is a really good one, yeah. I think. And one of my favourite films that crept into my top five that we went through the other day, other week. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It's famous for, do you remember the scene at the coffee table? There's two scenes. <clears throat> the one at the restaurant when he's got his little gang. Yeah. And he's like, he's trying to talk about the you know sales approach. And he goes, we've got to be a you know, great salesman. He goes, sell me this pen. Yes. Yeah. And one guy, the Asian guy. That's a good one. Asian guy's eating his food. And he's like, no, man, I'm, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, right, I'll go to one of my go-to guys. He hands it off to the other guy who's now the new Punisher. Yeah. He goes, watch this. Watch this. See how he does it. He goes, sell me this pen. And the guy grabs it and he goes, he looks at it for a bit. And then he turns around and goes, I want you to do something for me, man. Write your name down on that uh, napkin down there. He's like. I can't. Boom. Supply and demand. <laughs> Brilliant, right? So good. Anyway. And That's a great end, scene. Yeah, yeah. And remember at the end, the very last scene in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. <that's what>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very last scene in Wolf of Wall Street was the real Jordan Belfort at a sales convention introduced Leonardo DiCaprio as Jordan Belfort. Yes. 
yep. to come on and he was in a sales conference in like it seemed like New Zealand because they all had New Zealand Kiwi accents. Yeah. And his first line of his sales seminar, yeah. he walks up and he goes, sell me this sell pen. Sell me this pen, yeah, that's right. And he's like, oh, that, that's a really nice pen. No, sell me this pen. He walks on to the next guy, sell me this pen. Well, that was actually uh, right really, no, <laughs> sell me, yeah, and that's the end of the film. Yeah. There you go, that's good. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great one to finish on, actually. Unless you got more, that was nah. That was really good. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that's a strong one. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Off the Topic with uh, Two Drunk Guys. Don't forget to look out for our uh, review during the week, Murder on the Orient Express. I did it in the bar <laughs> with a Scotch decanter. Yes, I did it. You did it. We all did it. Um, yeah, but that's what it says <laughs> on the poster, right? Everyone's a suspect. Everyone's a suspect. Yeah. You just don't know who does it. Mm. So, it could um, be the train. Who does it? Who did it? God, Maybe I, the, I, I, yeah. I can't even speak the Queen's English anymore. <laughs> is that mouth guard that you're wearing? It is the mouth guard. Why don't you guard. take it out? <laughs> <laughs> it's concreted in. He's <laughs> <laughs> struggling, mate. You want a uh, hug? All right. Uh, I think I've got to go to sleep. Gotta, you know, cry myself to sleep tonight. Mm. But thank you for joining me tonight, Jason, uh, and helping me through this. Um... Do I have a choice? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, in, 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 you know, it was a pretty heavy episode. Yeah, it was, man. Well, I hope you feel a bit better. It was a tough day for you, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah. A few more beers. <laughs> I'll be right. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks very much. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can look at us on Twitter, but I don't ever look at it. So, um, you know, write to it, but. No one, no one. But that's exactly how we're going to get Hemsworth and Franco. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get onto Twitter. Yeah, we're gonna get the Franco's. Gonna get Hemsworth. Yeah, we're in. If you guys know how we can get in, uh, into their <laughs> sort of family life, huh? oh. <laughs> write to me. Like, let me know. Um, uh, our email address is uh, two drunk guys off topic at gmail.com. So uh, write to me, please. You know, I just want someone to chat to. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Everyone in Glagenbone, see ya. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing up some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>